Today, the US publishes information about their nukes. Russia launches missiles at Kyiv, Elon Musk is subpoenaed, the CIA urges Russians to spy for the US, and five men are jailed in Germany for a jewel heist. From TLDR News, this is your daily briefing for Tuesday the 16th of May 2023. Back in 2010, the United States and Russia signed New START, a treaty that limited the number of strategic nuclear warheads to 1,550. This was a reduction of almost two-thirds from the original START. In addition to this, the treaty also limited the number of intercontinental ballistic missile launchers, submarine-launched ballistic missile launchers, and heavy bombers equipped for nuclear armaments to 800. This treaty by and large held up until the beginning of February this year, when Vladimir Putin signalled his intention to suspend Russia's participation and said that he would not allow NATO to inspect his nuclear facilities. Yesterday, the US actually publicly released data on its nuclear arsenal in an attempt to pressure Russia to do the same. This seems to be a reversal of the US's stance from only a few months ago, in which they made clear that they would no longer share information under New START due to Russia's withdrawal from it. In this data release, the State Department confirmed that the US had deployed 1,419 nuclear warheads since the beginning of March, which is down from the 1,515 from last March. In a statement, a spokesperson from the State Department said of the data release that the United States continues to view transparency among nuclear weapons states as extremely valuable for reducing the likelihood of misperception, miscalculation and costly arms competitions. There's more on the way, but be sure to subscribe and ring the bell to make the daily briefing part of your daily routine. Or just search for us on your podcast app to listen along. It's been reported today that Russia has launched a huge wave of air attacks on the Ukrainian capital, Kyiv. For their part, the Ukrainian authorities claim to have shot down all 18 missiles that Russia launched at them, although Russia did also use drones in the attack, which injured three people. Air raid sirens went off at about 2.30am local time and remained on for two hours. The attack has been described as the maximum number of attack missiles in the shortest period of time by the head of Kiev's military administration. He went on to say that the vast majority of enemy targets in the airspace of Kiev were detected and destroyed. Moreover, he argued that Ukrainian forces were able to destroy six hypersonic missiles. If true, this would be a big achievement by the Ukrainians, as Russia has made clear that these cannot be taken out by any air defence system. Reporting on the story, the BBC stated that they couldn't verify these claims. So that's what's been happening in Ukraine today. Let's move and discuss what's been happening in relation to Elon Musk. Tech billionaire Elon Musk has been subpoenaed by the US Virgin Islands as part of its probe into JP Morgan Chase Bank's involvement with convicted sex offender Jeffrey Epstein. The US Virgin Islands is seeking documents relating to any communication between Musk, JP Morgan Chase and Epstein, who died in jail in 2019, awaiting trial on sex trafficking charges. Musk isn't accused of any wrongdoing relating to the case, but the court filings suggest that Musk may have been referred to JP Morgan by Epstein. It describes him as a high net worth individual who Epstein may have referred to or attempted to refer to JP Morgan. Musk denies this. Referring to Epstein, Musk said, That cretin never advised me on anything whatsoever. The notion that I would need or listen to financial advice from a dumb crook is absurd. 
The US Virgin Islands accuses JP Morgan, one of the world's largest banks, of failing to act on warning signals and enabling Epstein's trafficking and abuse of women on Little St. James, his private island in the Virgin Islands. Epstein was a billionaire financer who moved in elite circles, including the likes of Bill Clinton, Donald Trump and Prince Andrew. In 2019, before he died, prosecutors accused Epstein of creating a vast network of underage victims who he sexually abused. In other news, the US Central Intelligence Agency, or CIA, has released a new video campaign urging Russian civilians to spy for the US and share information about their home country. The Russian language video was published on Telegram, a messaging app particularly popular in Russia, and shows actors playing fictional Russians disillusioned by life and work, asking, is this the life I dreamed of? An accompanying statement says the CIA wants to know the truth about Russia, and we're looking for reliable people who know and can tell us that truth. It goes on to urge Russians to safely contact the CIA through a link on the encrypted Tor browser. In particular, the CIA asks, do you have any information about the economy or top leadership of the Russian Federation? And suggests that military officers, intelligence staff, or people working in diplomacy, science, and technology are the kind of people who should get in contact. It's not the first time that the CIA has targeted disaffected Russians. In the months after Russia invaded Ukraine last year, the CIA spread posts on social media outlining how potential informants could best avoid detection by the Russian security services. If you want more content like this from TLDR, then make sure you check out Nebula, where each week we release a roundup of what's been happening in Westminster in our series This Week in Parliament. Five men in Germany have been convicted and sentenced for an audacious and spectacular jewel heist in the city of Dresden. The five thieves stole items worth 113 million euros from Dresden's Green Vault Museum in 2019, including 4,300 diamonds and other precious stones from pieces of jewellery and even a diamond-encrusted sword. Many of the items were recovered by police, but there are fears that the remaining loot will never be found. The heist was meticulously planned and involved a hydraulic cutting machine, setting fire to a circuit breaker panel and more. The five convicted are members of Berlin's Remo organised crime family, which has been found to be responsible for the theft of a giant gold coin from a Berlin museum in 2017. A number of the defendants admitted to their involvement as part of a plea bargain, and the court passed down sentences ranging from four years and four months to six years and three months. We end the main section with some uplifting news from Taiwan, which has taken further steps towards full LGBTQ equality. The Taiwanese legislature passed a bill granting same-sex couples the right to jointly adopt children that they are not related to. Before this change in the law, only heterosexual couples and single people were able to adopt children who aren't biologically related to them. This meant that same-sex couples seeking to adopt a child would have to register just one of them as the legal parent. Back in 2019, Taiwan became the first Asian nation to legalise same-sex marriage, but didn't grant equal adoption rights until now. That's all we have time for on YouTube, but the briefing isn't over. That's because I sit down with Zach and Rory and discuss the second round of the Turkish presidential election in the extended ad-free edition of the Daily Briefing only on Nebula. That's the streaming service we're building with a bunch of our creator friends, many of whom you're likely to be already watching. 
That means that by signing up, you not only get an extended ad-free daily briefing every single day, you also get to watch exclusive and ad-free videos from the best educational creators on YouTube. That's things like Real Life Law's incredible Modern Conflicts, which breaks down contemporary disputes around the world, Neo's Underexposure, which beautifully dives into complex and shadowy topics you've always wanted to know more about, or Extremities from Wendover Productions, which uncovers some of the world's most remote places. All of these are only available on Nebula, just like our extended daily briefings and a whole bunch of other exclusive TLDR content which never comes to YouTube. If you want to sign up, use the link in the description so that they know you came through us. That helps us out a whole lot, as does watching on Nebula more generally. So thanks for signing up and we'll see you on Nebula.